Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle Legends. I am very fortunate today to be interviewing a guy who I've known for a few years now and uh, been quite fortunate to have some good interactions with. He, uh, he's played around the traps a little bit, spent some good time here in Newcastle and has ended up settling back here uh, in the Hunter and now works as a real estate agent. He was a second rower that played through from Penrith to the West Magpies, the Western Reds, the Knights, as I said, and uh, St Helens. He's none other than Pete Shields. Welcome to the show, Pete. Hey Chris, how are you mate? Good mate, um, as I touched on in the intro there mate, we've known each other for a little bit and good to actually sit down and have a catch up. Mac, it's probably, oh geez, what would it be? Maybe 12 years or so? Yeah, it'd be about that, yeah. So, so first, uh, You first walked into my gym at Central Lease Club and mate, you had the singlet on, pumped up and I went mate, this place serious. <laughs> <laughs> then you worked out I was a referee. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, mate, it was, a, it was a lifetime ago, as we are talking about, just before we, we got on the show, we touched on, on your, your um, son and daughter who were knee-high at that point, mate, and now you say to me they're you know, pretty much adults, both of them. Yeah, well, we've got three. Three, uh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Mate, Rube, yeah, she turned 20 last week, which is crazy. Uh, big Noe, he's 16 now, he's nearly as, nearly as tall as me, and, and Saf, she's 14 in, in, um, in year eight, and yeah, she's... Uh, yeah, mate, they uh, they love their sport, um, but they certainly time. We're just talking about it five minutes ago. Time just flies. It's just we've got to make the most of it. That's for sure. We certainly do, mate. And we might speaking of time, we'll wind it all the way back to a young young Pete Shields, born in Bankstown, mate, uh, a Westie boy. Give us a bit of a, a bit of a rundown on on what it was like growing up, the the family, and and when you first discovered rugby league. Mac, have we uh, look, yeah, born in Bankstown. Uh, Mum was from Sefton, um, Dad was from Chester Hill. Um, <clears throat> yeah, obviously Dad, mate, he played rugby league, so uh, born in Bankstown, moved out to further west to, to uh, Wild and Woolly, Mount Druitt. <laughs> 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 mate, had the best childhood of all time. Um, haven't been back there for a while, so I, I couldn't tell you what it's like now, but as a child growing up, look, brother and, and two older sisters, younger brother, two older sisters, we just... Um, Especially with my younger brother, we just played sport. Mate, it was footy, footy in winter, cricket in summer. Mate, few, a uh, few street fights, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mate, and that was, and that was our life, mate. We just were always busy, but always, yeah. Look, we, look, I couldn't have asked for a better childhood. It was awesome. Yep, and um, so growing up, junior club. Where did you start out with your footy? Started out at Lethbridge Park, uh, Lethbridge Park Ravens. Um, Mount Druitt at that time had about five or six clubs. Um, just really, mate, outstanding footballers come come out of uh, out of Mount Druitt. Could have, mate. There was a lot of blokes who just unfortunately, you know, went the wrong way. And mate, the, you know, that's not just Mount Druitt, but mate, plenty of other places. But uh, yeah, it was just, mate, it was just a fun childhood. Just mate, footy, footy, footy. It was, it was great. Yep, um, certainly uh, obviously hit your straps along the way mate and uh, 
as you came through? Was it was it always that you're in that sort of as you started to get those representative ranks? Were you always amongst those players? Was it that you were you know I mean you're you're a big man now and you're well built? Were you always that that way as a kid? Mate, I, you know what I was just a normal sized kid, probably a little bit taller than than, than the average, but uh, got to about I think at that time Harold Matthews was under fourteens at that time. Mate just got really tall and skinny and. Mate, just was getting thrown around like a rag doll. So, <laughs> <laughs> mate, I ended up playing, uh, didn't make the, the, the Penrith team. Uh, went and played, went and tried out for Parramatta. Played, uh, played in the Parramatta, Harold Matthews side, which was a handy side as well. Um, mate, as I said, got tall and skinny and was getting belted and mate, went and played basketball for, for, for a few few years. And mate, that's where my, my two youngest um, probably... So I think I might even like it more than what they do, but uh, mate, I, I love me basketball as well. But um, yeah, and then played a few years, and then come back and played with the C grade, which was under 19s, uh, West Mount Druitt Raiders. Yeah. Um, again, that was a, a really strong competition, and then yeah, played, um, went and trialed out with Penrith, and started that started at Penrith. Yeah, and um, obviously, so by this point, so you're talking 19. We're looking about. Was that 1992? It was 92, yep. yep. Yeah, 92. Played um, President's Cup, um, which was under 21s at that, at that time. Um, yeah, we weren't a, I wouldn't say we were a hot side. Um, but yeah, look, had some really good times there. And they're, they're at Penrith for a couple of years. And um, yeah, mate, just uh, mate, had, had, it, was, it was outstanding, actually. Yeah, so you obviously made the breakthrough in 93 and uh, made your debut. You're winding back, obviously, a few years ago, as we said. I did, um, I did. Do, do you recollect, you know, how you found out about making your first grade debut, all those sorts of things? Oh, look, it was first game against Parramatta. Um, yeah, it was about 40 degrees at Penrith Park. <sighs> Mate, we, um, <clears throat> yeah, look, uh, we, we, we won the game, but all I remember is the game was that fast. It felt like my heart was pumping. You know, it was going to rip out of my chest. It was, you know, it was just a, a huge st- leap forward as as far as speed and um, intensity was concerned. It was, um, yeah, that was the biggest thing I, I, I noticed was the speed of the game. Yep, yeah, obviously a big step, and that seems to be the common thread uh, when we talk to people about it. Uh, you played a few more games that year, and then uh, obviously at the end of the year, you then moved on, not too far away, but over to Campbelltown and to West. What prompted that move? Well, I'd actually signed with. Um, with with Perth, I'd had a I had two sh- shoulder reconstructions in my first two years of, of grade football, so it was a tough beginning. Um, signed with Perth, um, I had I came back um, halfway through the the ninety four year yeah ninety four season, and I had to uh, play with um, had to have look you know virtually six months at, at a club, so I went to West had an an outstanding time at West, made some characters that you wouldn't believe. Um, and then, yeah, signed with, uh, I'd already signed with Perth, so I'd only had a short stint with uh, with the Magpies, but, yeah, it was, it, yeah, some characters. Certainly would have been an interesting decision. You talk about, obviously, then going to Perth, um, and we'll, we'll jump back to some characters a little bit later on, mate, and maybe have to see if you've got some yarns to tell us about a few of the characters you played with along the way. A boy... From the western suburbs of Sydney, you've made it as far as Penrith and Campbelltown to play footy, to go all the way to Perth. Was that a big decision for you? Not really, not really. Look, I, I spoke to Peter Mulholland at the time, and um, yeah, Skull's having a, a few a few difficulties with his health at the moment, and, and God bless, he's he's 
yeah, he's on the on the road to recovery. But yeah, with Pete, mate, he um, no, he just rang up um, Mark Guy at the time, initiated a, a meeting with Pete, um, mate, just selling the the opportunity to have have a to live in the West, amazing amazing city. Look, football wise, it probably wasn't the the best move, but as far as lifestyle and uh, life experience, it was yeah, it, it, amazing. Yeah, and so for you at that point, what, where were you in, in terms of other aspects of life? Were you, you got a lovely wife now of, of many years. Were you married at that point? Where were things sitting at that stage? We married in 96, so I was, uh, it was two years, two years in Perth. Yeah. Got married, we're in Perth for the three years. Um, Perth, unfortunately, um, yeah, didn't last, and it lasted the three years, and um, yeah, got signed for Newcastle, and football-wise, it was, yeah, Incredible. So obviously to add a little bit of context to that, that Mark Guy stuff, obviously there's a big family connection there. You're all uh, married into the Alexander family, mate. We are. We are. It's a very close-knit crew. Yeah, we are, mate. Um, I'm married to, to Greg's, uh, Greg's sister, Lynn, and Mark's married to Meeks. Um, yeah, great family. Great family. Yeah, lovely. And, um, mate, uh, we'll just jump on that while we're talking about it. How's that uh, when the, when the family get together? There must be a fair bit of footy chat, some yarns. Hey, there is obviously the the two boys are involved, mate. That's that that's their occupation. They're they're commentators and uh, they're on radio and whatnot. So yeah, look, they that's their occupation. Um, yeah, it's mate, it's it's a talking point. No matter you know, no matter what family you go to, in, especially in New South Wales and Queensland. So um, yeah, it's always and especially the knowledge they have, and it's yeah, it's always it's always a great great time when you catch up. Yeah, and I know it doesn't take much to twist your arm to get talking about footy either, mate. So, mate, I love it. Look, even my young bloke, he, he like he played with Central uh, Charlestown there for a couple of years, and I coached him, and I loved it. Um, but yeah, look, Noke, he uh, mate, he plays basketball and loves that. And um, but it, it's, uh, I think it's it's still good to get get away and watch the boys play footy either up at Central or or the, or the nights up. You know, hopefully we can go go watch them soon, mate. Fingers crossed, and, and probably a good point at that point. As you said, you 1998 came in off the back of uh, you know the, the, the Western Reds going the way they did, and then Newcastle obviously was on a high at that point. It would have been a really interesting time to uh, come into the night, mate. It was um, it was like <laughs> well, mate. Adam Muir had just signed with with Norse on a massive contract, and mate, obviously the mate, the Knights with you know all, you know all the internationals that they had at the time. Mate, money was going obviously to everyone else, so they had to find someone. Mate, I was lucky enough um, to come in um, to play with this amazing, amazing group of players. Um, that it was great. The first, the first game we played we, it was against North Sydney, and I just remember, mate, you put your head in the scrum, mate, straight out. Joey's got the ball. He's just it's gone whip, whip. Darren Albert's down the field. I'm just going, wow. Mate, this is like a different world. So, mate, incredible. Hopefully, hopefully at some some point, not too far down the track, Newcastle has a yeah has some players like that that come through. Yeah, fingers crossed they can capitalise on the backs of the the likes of the Pongers, etc. And as you said, it was obviously um, even though it was sort of bookended by those two premierships, it was still quite a, a successful era and a strong era for the club. 1998 to 2000 that you were here. Yeah, mate. Lucky enough, well, lucky enough or unlucky enough, but uh, yeah, I was in the in between those grand finals. Um, still had another two years to go. On two thousand one, two thousand two, um, 
But look, to be honest, um, I signed with St Helens uh, midway through 2000. Um, I really, really thought we were going to win that comp in 2000. I thought we had a, an amazing, amazing team. Unfortunately, it didn't, didn't work out in the end, but um, in the breaks, mate, can't, uh, can't, turn back, can't turn back time. Yeah, you certainly can't, and, and you touch on that next step, uh, big change. I mean, you've been over to, the, over to the West to play for a few years, but to travel halfway around the world and take on the Super League. Mate, awesome. I love, I love the Super League. Mate, I don't, I don't think I, I, I would have loved it if they, they continued to play in the winter, but mate, when I went to a strong side um, in St Helens. Uh, we, uh, as soon as I got there, we, first game, we, we played uh, Brisbane in the World Club Challenge. Um, we won. We won that one. I'll never forget it. We played at Bolton Reebok Stadium, and mate, it was. It started. It was freezing. It was ridiculous. Anyway, Brisbane, as Brisbane are, mate, they just went bang bang. Mate, early you know, fourteen, sixteen nil leaders, and I said, oh geez, we're going to get hammered here, mate. And it started to snow, oh, mate. <laughs> as soon as I see the snow coming, I saw the the faces of the Broncos and. Mate, the boys, and then we just rolled over the top of them. Mate, I think a bit of jet lag and, and the snow and the cold had something to do with it, but, mate, that was the first initiation with St Helens. It was, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, and obviously it was a, a pretty good run, as you said. I mean, pretty much any, any two or three-year snapshot you want to take of St Helens history is a pretty good run, but those couple of years you spent over there, um, as you said, started off with a World Club Challenge win. You won a Challenge Cup final. The next year, Challenge Cup final runners-up mm-hmm. and Super League winners. Talk to us about some of the highlights, obviously playing in a Challenge Cup final twice. Mate, it was incredible. It was incredible, extremely fortunate. Um, look, at the time, Wembley was getting redeveloped, so I always remember as a kid watching, staying up really late with me, with me old man and watching Hull and Wigan and Leeds and, and playing at Wembley and just going, you know what, I would love, even though I was about a 12-year-old kid, always thought and always wanted to play in England. Um, <clears throat> got the opportunity. Um, the challenge, first Challenge Cup we played in. Obviously, Wembley's getting redeveloped. We we played at Twickenham. Made incredible, made amazing. Um, played Bradford Bulls. Same thing. It was beautiful sunny day, green grass. Mate, you're out, you know, obviously you're meeting, uh, you're meeting, you know, ro- royalty and uh, before the game and mate, at the time it was uh, yeah. Mate, it was just, it was surreal. Uh, we ended up winning the game and, yeah, Ruby at the time went up on the podium. I had, I, I think I've still, I, I, from time to time, I think if I have too many beers, I'll, I'll go on, on YouTube and, and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've got Ruby up there and Ruby at the time, I think she's about 12 months old. It's Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I can imagine. And, and going back, and for anyone that's sort of a fan of the game in the UK, I'm a bit of a, you know, I've always been someone who's enjoyed that side of it too. Some of the names that you got to play with over there in St Helens, while they may not be the most familiar, some of them will be. Uh, but to, to, you know, local local fans, those that have watched any of the UK game or even some international games, just to run through a few, like Paul Wellens, Sean Hoppy, Kieran Cunningham, one of the probably best hookers who played the game in the last 40 or 50 years. Um, you know, some of the other guys, Barry Ward that was over there with you. As you said, your mate Darren Albert went over uh, the, the second year you were there. Uh, Paul Sculthorpe, Sean Long. Like, there's some phenomenal names there that you played alongside in England. Mate, Kevin Iro. Um, who else did we have? We had a bloke named Paul Newlove who was an amazing centre. Yep, David um, Fairley was over there as well. Dave, Dave Fairley. Dave and I went over there as imports first up and 
Sean Hoppy and um, Kevin Ira are already there. Um, Kevin Ira, strongest man I've ever, ever met in my life. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Great guy too. But, um, yeah, look, with those guys, Kieran Cunningham, wow. Wow. He was he was a freak. He was a freak. Look, played with Bedsy. And when I played with Bedsy, Bedsy was a young guy. And Bedsy turned out to be one of the best players that we've ever seen. Kieran Cunningham, mate, he was, mate, he was, he was. A, I'm not saying he's on another level. They were different players, but pff, who are you going to pick? Mate, I'm glad I, I'm glad I played with both of them. They're great players. Yeah, I was going to say you'd be one of a, a pretty short list of players that got to play with both of those guys. Oh. Who are probably, you know, take take the step before Cameron Smith are probably the two best players of the generation before that. For the two sure, best nines. for sure. But you know who else come and played with for a really short time? I don't know if you remember, but. Um, Steve Walters, box, boxer. Yeah, right. Yeah, mate, he was here for uh, in the two, what's it, 2000? 99, 2000, I can't Yeah, that's remember. right, yeah, up, up here in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know what, mate, he was, mate, even before Bedsy, and, mate, he was, like, he was, he was one of the best. Yeah, I think the reason he was brought in for that reason was to sort of get Bedsy, because anyone that knows his backstory behind the dearest was he wasn't a hooker coming through the ranks. No, he wasn't, mate, but, wow, didn't, didn't he turn out to be a good... Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I'm just going to, and obviously this is a, a, you know, an audio medium, but I'm just going to show you this photo, mate. And um, it's a photo from back in the St. Helens days. Might just jog the memory a little bit. Yeah, wow. Well. Um, back to 2001, a very baby-faced Peter Shields there, mate. Yeah, that's a cool photo. Yeah, cool so photo. Uh, interesting article there talking about Mickey, Mickey Hyam, who's been there and he's only just hung up the boots in recent years. So He's still playing. Yeah, so I think finished up, let's have a look at the date on this article. Oh, was uh, 50? Two, 2017, he, he wound up. So Wait, He was another great hooker. He was, he was so he came in behind mate. at Cunningham, so yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, he was outstanding. I think Mike, is it Mick Roby now? Plays for yep. St. Helens. Mate, he's, mate he, he's another outstanding hooker. I don't know what it is there in England, but um, yeah, Mickey, he was a great player. Yeah, so uh, interesting to see you, you and uh, Fairley there, mate, uh, both looking much more babyface than you are now. Dave Fairley, <laughs> how good was he? Uh, he was an absolute superstar. He's one of the reasons I love the Bears when he was there. Yeah, Dave Fairley. You know what? He he had that same running style as um, Bradley Clyde. Yeah. Obviously, not yeah, similar type players, but I didn't appreciate Dave until I really played with him, and I just went, "Wow, mate, what a player! Great, like for a guy his size and how he just motored around the uh, around the field. Yeah, he was he was another he was a great player." Yeah, it's um, it's an age gone by. Those sort of guys that you know played all, all the way through the forward pack in this day and age are either a middle or an edge now almost. Uh, although based on the footy we saw last night, we might be heading back to an era of a bit more, uh, you know, seventy-minute players rather than forty-minute players it's in the pretty, forwards. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It's very different and uh, yeah. yeah, very exciting. Obviously, talking the return of rugby league off the back of COVID, where it's what, what do you think of the new the, the new rule? The new rule, the yeah. the six more. It's going to be interesting to see. I think we need to see a bit more of a sample. But it's going to be. I think there's going to be some teams that are going to really be able to exploit it. The only probably concern is that game last night became very narrow at periods. There was, you know, they weren't going wide. They just played through one, you know, a two or three man channel. But you know, I'm, I'm a Raiders fan, so I'm lo- really looking forward to what you know Josh Hodgson and then you know the guys like Jordan Rapana and that coming in. We saw you know a couple of times last night Ferguson and that coming in and chiming in off the back of the ruck, getting an offload away, and all of a sudden defenders have just got to spring up. It's what about what about how fast and strong all the boys are now? Like. You know, when, when you know when I was playing, you know, you always thought you were strong, and you, you know, you draw, you know, obviously that's what you work on your speed and your strength. But these blokes today, mate, they're they're incredible, mate. They're on another level. Yeah, I mean, a great example that that uh, Sevo. Not, not not only is he big and strong, like you saw that try he scored, where he shrugged off a guy and then got up 
and got himself well, he's 106, 108 kilos, which is probably about the weight you played at. And he, made, no, no offense to you, mate. I'm not, I don't think you're getting up to those acrobatics in your even at the peak of your fitness. Not a chance, mate. Not yeah. a chance. Not even, not even after 12 or 14 uh, schooners, mate. <laughs> and I, and you I might think you can at the Burwood Hotel. <laughs> Uh, you might have walked out the door thinking you could do that, yeah, but you land, land a flat on your face and not remember oh, it the next mate. day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. So obviously St Helens brought to the, that was the wrap up of the playing career, mate. You finished up over there. Was there any point there where you looked at going on, or what was the decision? Uh, same thing. Look, I I played two years at St Helens. I mate, we won. We won. Obviously, won the the, uh, the uh, Super League Grand Final at Old Trafford. Um, it was about three o'clock in the morning. Turned to my wife at the Hilton Hotel in St Helens. Mate just said, oh, you know what, let's get out of here. Like, as much as I hope that didn't sound bad, but, yep. mate, it was, it's cold, it's miserable. Mate, we've got a little baby. I said, you know what, let's, let's mate, I've, I've had enough, that'll do, mate. Mate, come home. Um, mate, same thing. Didn't have a plan. Crazy to retire on no plan. It was... I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it to anyone <laughs> to do that. Just wing it, mate. Just wing it because uh, you know what you get lost and, mate. Yeah, I um, what am I now? Forty, forty-seven, and hopefully found something. Uh, well, I know I found something that I finally, finally love and 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 pretty good at. So it's taken me a while. Yeah. So um, obviously, once you came back. Where did you, was it? You landed straight back, headed straight back to Newcastle, or what was the decision? We didn't, we didn't Mac, mate. What we did was we obviously we're from from Western Sydney, so Lynn's Lynn's and my family were, were out west. We moved back to Penrith, built a house. Uh, funny enough, um, Ivan Cleary has bought my old house. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> So uh, yeah, look, mate, built the house, mate, started a business with my brother, uh, metal roofing, um, mate. Tough job, too tough for me. So I got out of that, um, moved back up to Newcastle and started the uh, started the gym at Central Leagues Club. Yeah, so um, that's where we first crossed paths, mate. And it was a, we we're talking about it before off air. It was a good little institution, Fitness Central. You ran there for a few years, and mate, it was always good for you know any um, footy tragic to uh, not only yourself but a few of the other boys. One that we touched on before, I caught up with the other day, Owen Craigie, and a few of those sorts of guys were always coming through the door, and uh, mate, it was just. A bunch of footy boys and the community training there, which was, had a really good feel about it. Yeah, no, it was cool, mate. Mate, it was like really good location. Gary Worth, who was a CEO at the time, mate, was very good to me. Um, but yeah, look, it's just mate when you get, when you work somewhere, it's just mate. All it was is mate. We we're exercising and having a chat. There was nothing to it, mate. It was great. Um, but yeah, look, mate, it wasn't really a job, was it? <laughs> Mate, uh, I'll, I'll take your word for that. It, you know, it was always good fun when we came in there and you always seemed to enjoy yourself. But um, and it would have been some interesting hours and that sort of, you know, sole proprietor almost. You had your, your better half down there a lot of the time too, you know. But um, I'll take my hat off to, uh, you know, small business owners, especially at this time. Um, I hope everyone's okay. But, yeah, very difficult, very difficult. But, look, mate, we did okay. We did okay. Mate, I was... Um, yeah, something like that. It was, it was a shelf life. I think after, we had it for about eight years. Yep. 
And after about three years, I, 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 I thought to myself, you know, this is probably not for me. Yeah, well, I remember, mate, and, you know, not to take it too much off you, but I remember at the time I was in real estate and we had a few chats a few times. There's a couple of other agents that came in, Mark Kempwell from around the area and a couple of other boys that used to come in there and you're always sort of picking our brain and talking the property game. So I guess the writing might have been on the wall at that point. It was, mate. I was always into property, like buying, selling, and, mate, in England we, mate, we, uh, with Sean Hoppy and another guy named Vila Metalia, we, um, we'd buy, you know, they call them two up, two downs in terrace houses in, in Liverpool and, mate, we, there was a place. There's a place called Toxteth, which is, mate, you think you think you know, we, we got a tough in Australia in some areas, mate. Toxteth is really, yeah, r- ghetto style. Yeah, right, mate. So look, you know, mate, that's probably where it started, mate. We um, we did did okay over there, and mate got back, and mate, now we're into mate, we're into real estate. Yeah, that's it. And now at Korea, where we sit now, mate, um, and been doing that for a little while. You're doing doing reasonably well too. Uh, uh, enjoying it, obviously. Uh, caught, yeah, caught up with a, uh, a mate of yours last night on our podcast who works here too, Jacob Hosking, who's doing well, mate, and it's a good crew you've got here and you seem to be loving life. Hosko's doing well, mate. He's a, he's a great... Well, he's not a kid anymore. What is he? He's 20, 25, 26. Yeah. Getting on. Yeah, no, Hosko's... He's a terrific, terrific guy. Mate, he's old man. Mate, of course, Dave, mate, the mule. He's, he's another terrific fella. So, um, yeah, we've got a really good crew here. My business been here for over 140 years, so yeah, we're doing we're doing well, even in these hard times. Um, yeah, I think you know we're doing the right things. Yeah, mate, glad to see that you are enjoying it and loving it. And uh, what we might do is we might just run through a few sort of I guess questions, and you can give us a few yarns um, as you, as we roll along, mate, and let us know. And we might start off nice easy one. Who was the best player that you played alongside, and why? Oh, mate, but I'm not saying without a doubt, but um, it's pretty easy, like Joey. Um, mate, he just had everything. He had everything. Like we – mate, he was – there wasn't many wasn't many halfbacks that he's – as his body, body type, strong, aggressive, skills like nothing else. Yeah, I, I think with, with Joey, he's – just his competitive nature and never, never, ever, never, ever thought – while I was on the field with Joey, that we weren't a chance of winning. Yeah, and I think that's maybe look. I don't know if you watched it, but the the, the Michael Jordan story the other day. Oh, yeah, the last dance. And see how he like would just terrorise his teammates at training, especially just to get them to his. They he knew he no one was at his level. Just getting the best of them. And that was like Joey. So he was just mate. He was one of the boys, but mate, you know what? If you didn't do Mate, if you if if you went to a to a standard or a level, mate, he's he's ripping you a new one. Yeah. So, I played with Freddie for a little bit, but not yeah, not not at a time where he was at his best. But yeah, look, I don't yeah, I don't think anyone comes close to Joey. Look, the guys in England, mate, then yeah, they're not on Joey's level. Yeah, we probably saw that when when Joey did go over there, and you know it was only a couple of games, but. Yeah, he looked like he was in third gear for a lot of the time. He was at Warrington and, and it was going quite easily for him. Uh, most underrated player you played alongside? Underrated? Most underrated. Oh, my yeah, God. I won't get you to name anyone that was overrated. That's a bit much. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how... Look, underrated... Mate, if you, if you play grade football, mate, you can really play. If you play yep. first grade and, at, at, you know, for obviously for a few years, mate, you can really play. But yeah, I don't know if... You, I don't know. 
Because there may be someone that you just sort of, you know, wasn't necessarily a star player, but he's the sort of guy that you just wanted in the trenches next to you all the time. Well, you know, well, you, Billy Purden always comes up. Yep. Mate, I'm only just saying Newcastle guys because that was probably the most successful period in, in sort of my career other than St Helens. But, yeah, probably Billy. Like, Billy was always... Well, in saying that, mate, Butts was always a player, you know. Mate, you just go, wow, well, mate, just as tough as anything. He was that sort of eight out of ten, wasn't he? Every week you knew what you were going to get. It was he was he wasn't. Well, this, well, this was butts, right? Yeah, mate. Scrums, scrums. You'd just go there. You know, you just go there for pretty much a rest and try and get out quickly to to to, to defend. Butts would go in there and he, he he'd actually go in and he'd start headbutting the other prop. <laughs> and I'm going, butts, mate. What are you doing, mate? He goes, mate. You know, this is old school. That that's butts. So yeah. t- tough, tough as anything. And um, yeah, he's he's certainly a character that's pretty iconic in Newcastle, obviously. But and mate, good to see that he is still going well after that little bit of a scare last year, uh, playing that uh, the charity game. Um, and yeah, he's been involved in the local footy, so yeah, very very key to the the local hunter hunter rugby league community. What, what about his, what about his young bloke Isaac? Oh mate, geez, he uh, he mate. doesn't doesn't mind it doesn't mix his words. Isaac, I've known him for a while. He, he used to be like that on the field though, as you know, refereed for many years. And hey, he used to be the cheekiest thing getting around. As a, but mate, he's absolutely killing it now. Mate, funny, funny boy. Mate, very clever. He is, he is very yeah. clever. And um, his, his younger younger son, the boys were talking about last night. Big raps on him coming through Jonah as Footy. well. Yeah, very good football last night. What, what position is he? Uh, I'm not too sure. The boys were talking him up last night though. I, I've called him in a game. He came off the bench. Uh, in a short period for one of the, I think it was a Knights Feeder Club earlier in the year, but yeah, okay. so big wraps on him. How old's Jonah? Uh, sort of 17, 18 sort of period. Yeah, okay, yeah cool. so coming through that sort of a cool. little bit younger than Isaac. And uh, I tell you what's good, like talking about uh, local juniors. What about Hoyo, Matt Hoy's young bloke? How yeah, good's that? Yeah, so, so good. Mate, I was, I was just driving this morning, and they said he, he, he's text. Tex Hoy, what a cool name too. Yeah, mate, great. And I was listening actually to Maddie Johns on the way down and Trish, Maddie's wife, who is Tex's godmother. Yeah, wow. Mate, she, you, you hear her on Maddie's podcast. She doesn't really have an interest in the footy or anything <laughs> as lots of the wives are quite happy probably after all these years to switch off to it. But, mate, she's, um, she's like, yeah, that's one game I'll be uh, tuning into. And, yeah, mate, some good uh, yeah, it's good awesome. football connections as well as just some good athlete bloodlines there, yeah, Tex. It's, uh, cool, it's just It's cool just for those, you know, those young guys who get a start. certainly is. And, uh Mate, uh, while we're on those players that you played alongside, you talked about it before when you talked about Wes. Some of the characters, mate. Who, who are the big characters, you know, off the field, on the field? The blokes that just, you know, they'd always have that moment on the field. Mate, if, if I can, well, if we're talking about Wes and Suburbs, mate, the whole whole gang was, mate. And it was, it was like a gang. It was, <laughs> mate, it was, <laughs> mate, I tell you what's really funny, mate, Kyle, Kyle White. Um, anyone who's come into contact with Kyle White will know he's just, mate, one of the funniest guys. You, and, Mate, his brother, his brother Josh is another character, and mate, there um, I never forget the first time we we had a training session on a sad day, and you'd, you'd get hammered, and then um, you know most of the boys would then go out to the pub, or and then you'd carry on into the into the night, and mate, mate, just some of the things, you know, you know what I shouldn't, yeah, that's probably my story, <laughs> I, won't, I won't get into. But what I'm saying is, mate. I'm, I'm glad social media wasn't around when when, yep. when we were playing because mate, these poor buggers now they just can't do anything. And not that you want to do anything wrong, but yeah, you, know, you know the way society is now. Yeah, boys will be boys. Sometimes, unfortunately, um, portrayed in the wrong light can go the wrong way, and you get they've got to be role models. But it's uh, certainly a, it'd be a very different microscope. Uh, I think if you mate, if you picked any of those years where you played and the 17 blokes that went through with you, and yeah, live they lived under that microscope, like. 
yeah, it's a, it's a different world. It is, mate, and I do feel for the for the guys now. Not not only like sports people or, or women. It's just, mate, society in general, mate. Just social media is, uh, yeah, probably not for me anyway. Ch- change it, mate. Yeah, no, <laughs> mate, I won't see you being an Instagram influencer <laughs> no, anytime I'm not, soon, mate. I'm not. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Mate, uh, as far as I can see, it's someone who posts a lot and gets free stuff. So, yeah, right, you know. right. Uh, mate, uh, in terms of your career, if you if you could have that, you know, the time machine, is there anything you go back and change? You know what? The only thing I, I, I mate, start starting off, be, mate, I had two shoulder reconstruction, so I was on the back foot. Oh, if that, I, yeah, that's the only thing. Look, you play with the cards that you dealt, um, mate. Other than injuries. Mate, it is what it is. I had a great time. I, you know, I, I thought I, I, I thought I got the best out of myself. Whatever that was, mate, yeah. Look, I, I have no regrets. Uh, it's always a good way to look at it, mate. Um, and uh, just two final things, mate. First of all, we talked about yarns and characters before. Is there any that you can give us that are, you know, maybe a bit more uh, PG uh, or re- reliable to the public that might give us a bit of a chuckle about some of the characters you play with? Maybe some of the Newcastle guys that be a Newcastle crowd. You know, you play with some blokes that. Yeah, we're a good laugh at different points. Mate, I um, <laughs> mate, testing I, your memory, I know. <laughs> mate, you are. Look, mate, um, there's probably one guy. We're, we're in Perth, mate. We mate, was it the first? It was the first game we played. We played at St George and we beat St George at the Wacker. Yep. Mate, so you've got you've mate because it's a brand new thing in Perth, mate. The media is like we're all hyped up and they're pretty excited. So old school, mate. They've got they've got the reporter in into the. Uh, Got the reporter into the uh, change rooms. Everyone's pumped. Mate, there was a bloke named Dale Fritz, mate, good player. Anyway, mate, he's mate. Someone he's got his undies, and someone's cut his undies like at the crutch, you know, just at the bottom, yep. you know. <laughs> anyway, so he's gone in there. Fritzy, you're up, mate. You, you, you got the interview, on it, and it's the lady anyway. So he's there, mate. The lady's pretty much where you are. He's turned his back to put his undies on, mate. Turned around and obviously he thinks he's going to be okay. Someone's cut the crutch of the <laughs> undies and he's pulled his undies and has pretty much gone up to his to, <laughs> to his armpits. He's come up to his armpits and everything else is hanging out. And oh dear, mate, that's just one that sticks out. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that, mate. Um, and and just to wrap up, I guess uh, is there any advice like young blokes that are coming through? They're pursuing that footy career. You know, lessons that you might have, you know, been able to pass back even to yourself as a, a teenager or, you know, pointers or things, you know. Like. Mate, with anything in life, if you want to do it really well, look, mate, especially with sport, um, if you're going in and you really want, aim high, aim to, doesn't matter what level you're at, aim to the highest that you possibly can think of. Mate, have no plan B, go in, all in, have a crack, and you know what? No one, no one's promised tomorrow, so just rip right in. Mate, I like it. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Really good to catch up with you, as always, mate. Um, we won't leave it so long next time, but thanks for your time for the podcast and uh, good to get a bit of background on the Pete Shield story. Welcome, Mako. It was awesome, mate. Single barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to League Newcastle, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.